Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. So, a lot of bad weather and a lot of winning. That would be the bottom line to this weekend. That was nasty weather Saturday night. Utes, Cougars, Aggies, RSL, all at home. All their fans show up, and they all win. All right, let's begin with Utah State. In Logan, if you didn't see it, Scotty G tweeted it out, retweeted it. A picture of a snowstorm just sweeping the valley, and that uh, was pretty dramatic stuff. And then the uh, the game, you know, I was wondering if Utah State should be a 21-22 point favorite over Nevada, and it turns out they're even better than that. They won big, dominated the Wolfpack. Really good outing for Utah State. Here is Gary Anderson, the head coach, after the big win over the Pack. Coach, um, that defense was uh, just lights out for such a good chunk of this game. I, I think Justin Anna probably deserves a game ball for some of the things he threw at that poor quarterback tonight. Yeah, they uh, executed at a high level. It was great to see. And, you know, the kids really flew around. I think they played good team defense, um, which they, they should expect to do. And it was fun It was fun to watch. I thought the defensive staff did a tremendous job with their plan. Um, and, you know, showing some things that – were, was new to uh, Nevada that I hadn't seen, um, but yet wasn't too much that the kids could digest and then go out there and execute at a high level. And uh, you know they, they they flew around hard today. They tackled well, and it's just you know they just they, they had a good feel of themselves, just playing team defense and relying on each other, and then expecting to make big plays themselves. So it was that was fun to watch. It really was, Coach. Uh, in some of those defensive alignments, Tipo lining up at nose nose guard and then dropping out and bringing Andre Grayson off the edge. I mean, it looked like you had. Uh, Malik Henry really confused out there for much, of the, especially in that first half, and especially after that opening drive. Yep, yep, and again, that's uh, they, there were some kind of unique things that we wanted to be able to show them, and it, it, there's some unselfishness that you know can't go, um, you cannot not talk about it as a staff and and as the players, and it's an interesting tweak when you go through there because there's some unselfish kids that uh, all of a sudden, well, why are we not playing these four D linemen in this position and defensive tackle now all of a sudden comes in and it's Tepa and you know Devon may move outside, but then Baker's coming in and playing a defensive tackle for us, and it might be Jacoby coming in defensive tackle, so. Um, it's, it's really nice to see unselfish young men that understand, hey, we're, this is the package. This is where we're at. This is giving us the best opportunity to be able to win the football game this week, which is, is the goal. Uh, but, it, again, I, I thought they executed it well. You know, they came in with uh, with the mindset. To, we knew we had to disrupt um, you know, the quarterback and disrupt that offense. And, and even when things, they got a couple plays, they, they bowed up and did a nice job of not allowing the drives to uh, you know, finish. Andre Grayson had a chance to chat with that young man. Uh, let's see here. Nine tackles, one sack, two TFLs, three PBUs, two forced fumbles. That was that was about as good as an individual performance that we've seen this season. Yeah, Grace played awesome, and it's, it's awesome to see him make those those plays And because his work ethic, his toughness, you know, and, and he's had some ups and downs too as far as you go through there in those corners, understand they're sometimes they're outside, sometimes they're inside. Sometimes this guy's here, and it's uh, just another – it's a great job by the coaches, and it's a great job by the young man, um, and fun to see him have a game like that because he's just such a competitor. Every day he comes to work, fights like crazy, works on his technique. I just remember all through the month of July, I sit here and – you know, you walk through the facility. He's here watching film. He's out there working on footwork, and and uh, you know, that, not just him individually, but a lot of those kids in the back end were just busting their tails. And tonight was his night to shine. It was great to see that. Coach, uh, four of eighteen third down defensive conversions, two interceptions, a fourth down stop, a missed field goal. I, 
wow, I, I mean, that was that was really special. And in the first half, after that opening possession where they got the field goal, you had eight three and outs, a safety, an interception. It, it was just an amazing performance in that first half. It was. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun to watch a defense when they're firing on all cylinders like that, and it's, it's fun to see the kids' faces and you know their belief in each other. And I think Justin and, and his staff, again, just they did a tremendous job of really devising a game plan um, that, that worked for these kids, and that stuff helps you gain mojo and get momentum as you continue to grow you know, through the year, which is now you know regular season's half over. So yeah. here we go. Uh, let's shift gears, talk on the offensive side, and just kind of seemed like they were sluggish throughout much of the game and then got it going in the fourth quarter. What do you attribute uh, some, of, some of the struggles with offensively? You know, those, those are good questions. Uh, I don't know, but we got to get it figured out. Uh, we really do. We have a hole on the offense, and it's not uh, – it's, it's, it's a hole. It's, it's every person that's involved on the offensive side of the football, and we've got to continue to dissect ourselves, and, and we just we got to get that swag and that mojo back within the offense to be able to move it down the field. And if we can't get that done, it's going to – it'll be a problem. Um, it'll be a big problem as we move forward, um, you know, especially next week's game. You're not going to walk into that game and, and play like that for three quarters on offense and have an opportunity to win you won't win so um, we have to accept that we have to understand it we all have to look at each other in the eye and say we're going to make this thing be better and work like crazy to get it better um, you know you just you hit a couple plays here and you hit a couple plays there that's a whole different feel but uh, I don't I don't have the answer for you um, I wish I did but we're going to work like crazy to uh, to figure it out and, and get this thing rolling where it needs to be to, to give us an opportunity to continue to win conference games on the other hand, you did keep at it at the running game. You carried it 44 times for 244 yards, and you got the big one from, from Gerald Bright there in the fourth quarter. So you stuck with it and, and, and kept at it. It wasn't uh, the best night in the throw game, but uh, I thought the running game was very effective through most of the night. It was. You know, there was there was times when and Nevada did a good job. Don't don't ever forget to give Nevada credit in those situations. They they ganged up on us in the run game and said, Go ahead and you know, we're gonna smack you around here and we're gonna over overwhelm you in the box a little bit and at that point you have to be able to throw the football. You have to be able to protect long enough, you have to be able to be able to make catches, you gotta make big plays. Um, and uh, but the run game was good to see those big plays. And th- this this offense is we all know this, this offense is designed to have big plays within it. That's a big part of this offense. It's not just three yards in a cloud of dust, but you, you have to make those big plays to keep yourself in a position or you don't run this offense then you just huddle up and you hand it off and you make the clock go down and you know you run 45 plays on offense on both sides of the ball and then the game's over with but that's not what we're doing right now so we have to be able to execute and get those big plays and move the chains get some extended drives wear out some off wear out some defenses and uh, you know score points so um you know all three of those conference games we've got to continue to work better there's a blueprint out there for what's been successful and what hasn't we got to make sure that we make a blueprint that's going to allow us to be able to be successful that's the challenge in the next week. You have a uh, you have a long history of playing against and preparing for Air Force, and I know it's a unique team that you'll take time out of a bye week and even into camp a little bit to work on and to prepare for. Uh, and this is a really good team you're facing this year. Uh, that, that that's about as big of a challenge and probably about as big a game in the Mountain West as we've seen this year coming up. Yeah, it's a huge game. Um, you know, it's a, it's a and it's a big game because both teams have made it a big game. That's the bottom line. Yeah, and uh, you know they're they're really good. Um, I've spent a lot of time watching these guys, and you're right. I've battled with these guys for years and years. Not me. I've coached against them. I haven't been out there played against the triple option. But um, you know this this is as, as good a team in my opinion that I've ever seen from Air Force, from um, the offense to the defense all the way through. Um, 
you know they are a solid solid unit and they're gonna they're gonna come to play and they've played extremely well and did they win tonight i don't even know did they're they? up yeah. uh, they're up 23 with about seven minutes to go yeah so i mean they're, they're gonna they'll get that victory and they flew over there and you know go, go get that down but on defense they're gonna cause you problems they're gonna line up and they're gonna play some man coverage and they're gonna say go ahead and throw the ball on us and then they're gonna bring some pressure and some abnormal looks at you and play some zone coverages behind it and then we all know what they do on offense and you know there's not a uh, there's not a weak link as far as where they sit from the offensive side of the football this year. They are very well balanced. They can throw it. They can run it. And we'll have to be extremely sound, take care of our business. And we'll have to play well in all three phases, which we'll expect to do to have an opportunity to win the game. And I'm sure Air Force will expect to play well in all three phases also. So, again, you, you, you make big games. That's why you play this. And we've got one right at us in Game 7. Um, come, you know, And uh, an opportunity in a conference game to uh, in a big-time environment and a fun environment for our kids to go play in but it's a big game and there's no other way to state it and that's why you play the game and coach you mentioned all three phases you got to talk about your special teams tonight i mean another kick six for save on you got a good punt return out of jordan nathan you got uh, i mean it was solid all the way around Yep, yep. We got the field goals, which were huge. I mean, yep. as we went through the first half, those those field goals were absolutely gigantic. The kickoff return, it was 3 nothing, and all of a sudden it's 7-3 to three on a tremendous play by a great kickoff returner and a great kickoff return unit that takes great pride um, as a whole to, to make a play. And they've made some huge ones for us. And so it, it was good, you know, and, and making good decisions in the punt return game. I think we've done that all year long. When there's something there, we can get an opportunity to, to make a play. We're going to take that opportunity to make a play. So, uh, you know, it was, it was solid. Uh, had an opportunity for the block punt, which had been nice to get, but we made a mistake, so we got to learn from that and uh, you know move on to the next one. And then the the, uh, the the down punt that set up the safety as well. No doubt, big no play. Doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, the big down punt. That was a great catch. Um, I think it was DT that caught yeah, that. Yeah, DT. I remember, yep. Right. Yep. So that was a tremendous play by him to catch that one. And you know, we got a little bit of a, a luckier bounce on the one that pinned him back there. The, some somewhere in the middle of the third quarter or so that you know, we got to catch that one earlier. But that was a great job of. Of Chris kicking that ball and that thing bouncing backwards on us and so there was some really good productivity out of the special teams and you know we're going to need that as we continue to grow and, and teams that have an opportunity to ever do anything special um, you know have a way to um, you know do special things on offense defense and special teams and when sometimes one, one, one side needs to do a little bit more than the other side and tonight it was the defense's turn to do a little bit more than the other side we'll see what uh, next week brings us. Well, Coach, appreciate it as always. Thanks for joining us, and uh, enjoy this one, and look forward to catching up with you next week. Appreciate you guys. Hey, sweet dreams. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. Go Aggies. Great job. There's Gary Anderson after the 36-10 to win over Nevada. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Cougars after they snapped their losing streak and upset Boise State. Kalani Sataki, Baylor Romney, Matt Bushman on the way. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. So BYU does it. They take down Boise State at home, 28-25, had an 18-point lead. Started to get a little nervous there as the lead got down to three, but they never gave the ball back to the Broncos. They ran out the clock and won the game. 
couple of trick plays, touchdown pass on fourth and one, Romney to Bushman, and then it's a it's a sweep, it's a reverse, pitch it back to the quarterback and let him throw it. The flea flicker for the last touchdown for BYU, Romney and Bushman hooking up again. Here are Baylor Romney and Matt Bushman after BYU beats Boise State. Matt, what was it like being able to celebrate that after the disappointment of the last three weeks? That was great. It's something... It was something our, our team definitely needed. Uh, just coming off of a three-game losing streak, that just is not fun. Playing bad football where we know we can play a lot better. Uh, we just came into this game. We said we can we can compete with, with Boise State. We can, we're just as good or better, and uh, we played like that. So props to Baylor coming in and just being confident out there in one of the worst uh, weather situations in football probably. And, I mean, we didn't have any turnovers, I don't think, so... Props to him just coming in and being stout, so it's definitely a great feeling. What made the difference? What was so different in the last three weeks? That's the thing, I don't know. Like, <coughs> I don't get why our, our team like plays good sometimes and pretty horrible other times. Uh, I just think as offensively, we were, we were more aggressive uh, this game, even though we had some weird weather, but I just think it was a collective effort. Our special teams did a lot better. Our defense played really well, and yeah, I think just a collective effort. We, we needed this win, and we went, we went out and got it. Take us through the uh, play action, fourth down, pass from Baylor to you for a touchdown. Yeah, so it was a little uh, – he had some good acting skills. The running back had some good acting skills. They, they faked a little fumble um, on the exchange. Uh, and, yeah, I just, I just faked a little block and just sprung out. And we knew it was going to work. Just, we, were just, we needed that right situation, and – pretty bold situation to, uh, to do it and we're, we're glad it paid off. Baylor, is that something you've been practicing at all, that fake fumble? Uh, just this week. <laughs> a couple days of practice. Baylor, the third quarter you guys had 196 yards, 21 points on 11 plays. What what really was the difference for the offense that you were to, to break out so effectively on, on that many plays? I mean, our game plan coming into this game was to be aggressive, and we tried in the first half, and it didn't really work. In the third quarter, you know, when we had them where we wanted them, that's when it paid off being aggressive. What was it like getting ready for this start? Watching, I mean, you guys are out there warming up in the downpour, the yeah. wind's blowing, what that's going to do to the passing. I mean, what's that like getting ready for your first start? That. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just got to take what it is. Uh, you can't control um, the weather, obviously. You can just try to control what you can control going into this game. Matt, what was the process there at the end? Were players lobbying Kalani to go for it on fourth down there, or Pond, or what, what was kind of the process? Um, all right, uh, which fourth down? At the very at end very of the game? End, yeah. Um, I, we knew we were going to go for it. I mean, we couldn't. We really wanted to go for it as an offense. Um, our little, our little special teams package where they had that QB snake like we we really wanted that we really we didn't want to punt just to give let the opportunity <coughs> fall into their hands um, so we were just as confident we as we could be uh, we believed and uh, yeah I mean it was a pretty like I said we, we made some pretty bold moves this game and uh, they paid off so we're just really grateful that it uh, played in our favor. What's that, what's that like watching 22 guys or, you know, part of 22 guys slamming in? I don't remember who was in, but just 22 guys in a big jumble like that trying to get six inches. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think even for your QB sneak, like, it's, it seems so easy and that you could do it, but 
you got some big dudes coming and trying to trying to take you down. So uh, we're just we're glad that that paid off, and uh, just the belief that that little that our team had and that play in, in particular. We're just we practiced that a ton, and we knew it was going to work when when we when we needed it. Matt, uh, two two wins over top twenty five opponents at home this season. Uh, what does that say about this team's potential when you guys put everything <coughs> together? When we put it, when we put everything together, we, I think we can play with anyone, um, especially on our on our schedule. We can we can compete. We can we can. I think we can win out. And we needed a, a game like this to kind of get that that stone rolling again and prepare uh, for Utah State. We have this we have this bye week and we get a get some extra preparation in and yeah I mean it's just we consider Boise one of our rivals and we haven't beaten them in a couple years so that just it felt it feels great same thing with Utah State they're one of our rivals we haven't beaten them in a, in a couple years so it's a uh, it's business for us and we're we're looking we're looking to play as best we can against them. Baylor, when did you know you would start this game? Um, I didn't get a call till Wednesday night from Coach Roderick, just with the Jaren situation and everything. Uh, but I was preparing the whole week like I was going to start. Baylor, was it a little bit easier knowing having a couple extra days to prepare for the start rather than <laughs> being thrown in literally last minute like last week? I was. It was good to get some reps with the ones in practice and you know get a little chemistry down before we played a game. How much of a confidence builder is this for you, Baylor? Because it's been five years since you started in a game. Yeah, I mean, this is what I've been preparing for, you know, since I graduated high school, was for my opportunity to come to the college level and you know, show tonight. As far as the offensive uh, game plan was concerned, it seemed like maybe less RPOs this game and more, uh, you know, dictated runs or passes in this particular game. Is that accurate? Or what was the game plan? I'd say we still had our, a little, our fair share, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, <coughs> we called the plays that we thought were going to work, and um, whether it was RPO or just drop back, uh, we trusted Baylor, and the coaches just trusted us. I mean, our our line played great. We had some guys that were injured. We didn't mention, we didn't even mention that they they played great. Uh, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna Boise State has some good defenders, and they're gonna get some sacks, but um, overall, they played a really solid game and. That just our game. We knew what our game plan was going to be, and we we had that belief, and we got it done. There's Baylor Romney and Matt Bushman after BYU beats Boise State. Now here's the head coach Kalani Sataki. A great game. Uh, glad we got this win, and just really extremely proud of our players. Uh, our assistant coaches worked their tails off for this win, and so uh, glad we were able to put it together and have a great game plan. Had some new guys get get uh, opportunities to play. Um, had a true freshman start right tackle for us and was really pleased with the way he played the game against a physical defense and um, just really happy with the guys that stepped up and made plays. Uh, you know, we we always talked about our depth and, and getting opportunities to play and, and making sure that they're ready and I was really proud of them today. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I'll take any questions that you have. I, I think uh, Boise State's a great team. Uh, Coach Harkson does an amazing job in getting that team ready, you know, and um, I think that uh, just a lot of things worked out in our favor, and, and uh, I, I was proud of the way we played all three phases, and, and uh, feel really happy about the win. Kalani, you said uh, that everyone was you were going to reevaluate everything going into this week. What were mm-hmm. some of the changes that you made? Because the team did came come out fired up and, and played better. I didn't do anything. I mean, uh, too crazy. I think this is this is uh, the players worked extremely hard for this win, and I. I Anything, I leaned on them even more heavily. And then our assistant coaches had a great game plan. 
I thought uh, everything that was executed well, you know, and, and I like the aggressive nature uh, of our team. So uh, that, that, that was the part that I liked, and I thought it all came together. I felt like we had to do some things differently to win this game, and, and we were able to do it just enough. You know, I, I thought we kind of hung on at the end there rather than uh, really just get, get it to, you know, just own the win. But um, that, that's hard to do when you're going against a great team. And so, I, I, you know, I'm just glad we got the win. But the players are the key, and, and our assistant coaches, they're the, they're the key in this whole thing. Looking well, back at the third quarter on fourth down and uh, not punt and go for it there at the very end. Gotta trust the players. Just uh, you know, I think I think in your mind you think that maybe you should punt it, but um, I don't know. Just had a good feeling in the players. I I, I like the, the the look that they gave me on the sideline and thought if we can win the game, let's go do it. I mean, we're what a couple inches away, and so. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I trust Austin Confensis, who's a senior, and that O-line, and the guys that are up front, and they really wanted this. And so I thought we practiced that scrum personnel quite a bit, you know, and, and um, we, we were collaborating about the calls and which, what, what we should do there, and uh, even talked about punting, and just that one just felt right. So, Looking back at the third quarter, you, you guys had 196 total yards on 21 points on 11 plays. What, what really was key to executing so well and so efficiently during that 15 minutes? Well, I think the um, coaches trusted Baylor making some plays, and, and I thought uh, they executed really well. But it was, you know, it was, it was everyone. It, we saw some really good run runs from Lopini from the O-line. They're blocking the entire time. They never get credit. But Lopini uh, found some holes where they were able to get some runs in, and so did Sionifi now. And so... Uh, I just like the way our, our, our game went, and I like the way we executed. And that's, you know, we had a lot of new faces in, on the field, and, that, and it was really nice that we were able to execute so well. Coach, speak to that right right tackle, third string, left guard, third string, uh, fourth or fifth string running back, and the third string running back. How do you beat the number 14 team with, with all these third and fourth stringers? Those guys believe in them, you know, and. And uh, it's been a rough couple weeks before this game. And so, uh, you know, we had to take our licks a little bit, but we had to keep trusting them. And, and there, there were uh, there's some mistakes that were made, obviously, in, in the previous games. And, and you just can't get them back other than learn. And these guys are a resilient group, you know. And so whenever their back's against the wall, they respond the right way. And, and uh, we're going to have that approach every week. And so we, we're going to work really hard next week and find a way to get better and, and get a lot of those guys that you, you mentioned. Um, Opportunities. I mean, you, you, we, you know, Kavika Fonuel got hurt as well, so we had to play with Tyler Algier, and who was a running back earlier this year, you know, and, and um, Jackson Kafusi, and we had to use a lot of guys in depth. We were with some young freshman corners that found a way to make plays, and um, I'm just really extremely proud of all the players. Those guys did a great job getting themselves ready, and and a lot of them grew up big time this week, and, and what a great way to grow, uh, grow up and, and get a win over a ranked team. Klein, are you able to share who took charge of the play calling on both sides of the ball? Uh, play calling is a collaborative effort from everybody. We, we, we work together on defense and offense, and so going into the game, we kind of have an idea of what we're going to get done, and so that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. I thought, it was, I thought there were some great play calls on, on, on both sides and even special teams. You mentioned earlier this week that you were in a tight spot, you and your team. Uh, do you feel like you're out of that tight spot after this big win? Nope, I like the tight spot. We're just going to keep um, manufacturing tight spots. I, I like that. I think we respond better that way. So um, we're going to, I mean, we're going to have fun. We're going to go to church tomorrow, right? And then um, get to work on Monday, you know? And so I, 
I, I don't think, I, I mean, I, I'm comfortable saying it in public that these guys need to play a little bit of chip on their shoulder the entire time. That's kind of what BYU is all about. And in this independent schedule, that's what we have to do. And in, in the fact that we are independent and we're going to have to be ready. And, we're, and you know, we're going to play some tough teams and ranked teams. And we're going to have to check, uh, check into our depth quite a bit. And so, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're going to focus on. We've been doing it, but the emphasis has been even stronger now. What was the reasoning behind moving some of the coaches from the booth down the field like Jeff Grimes? I think his presence is really strong, especially with the old lineup uh, on the field. Hard to do it on a telephone and everything like that. And it was Coach Grimes' idea to be on the field, and, and I, I agreed with it. And, and you know, you saw the uh, the results of it. So uh, I think all the coaches did an amazing job. Our graduate assistants did a great job getting these guys ready, and everyone did a great job in all their roles. And, all I did was the head coaches cheer and have the best seat in the house. Try not to get a penalty or anything like that for celebrating. It was pretty cool to see Dying Gawaluku roaming around and making plays in the backfield. Um, what did he do specifically? In what position was he playing? He was playing safety tonight, and I think um, you know we put him at corner because we we were down Chris Wilcox and down Troy Warner. Um, then when we lost Zane, we moved Zane to safety. Then we lost Zane, and then we felt like. Um, he made a lot of plays for us at corner. He was really quiet at corner because no one really went after him. But his his effectiveness is really where he can kind of roam the field a little bit more, and that's a safety position. So uh, we'll keep him there. I think he's game for whatever, and he, he wants to run the ball all the time too and be a kick returner and punt returner. He's on punt coverage and kickoff coverage. So the guy, I don't think anyone plays more football plays than he does, and, and he's a special player, and, and I think it's important for us to put him in a position to make a lot of plays. And, and other players as well. Obviously, you'll get more in depth when you review the film. But your initial assessments of the run defense tonight? I mean, they got a lot of they got a lot of yards still, so I'm, I'm upset about that. But I mean, I, mean I, I think the more important part is that they're 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 long yards. You know, they had a 16 yard, a 14 yard, nine and four for the, the, the long yards for the four rushers that they had, and, and that's that's pretty good for what they've done throughout the year. You know, and. Um, I think I think there are times that we were really aggressive. We made a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong on defense. We were we were aggressive. We pressured quite a bit, but we made a lot of mistakes. And then we just kind of hung ourselves out there a little bit, you know, and, and trusted. Put our cor- our corners on the islands and played a lot of man coverage. And um, those like I said, those freshmen really grew up. Those young kids and, and looking at Isaiah Heron and D'Lo and all those guys really got better. You know, Shaman Willis did some great things tonight too. So uh, Bo Tanner, those guys did some really good things at corner. We moved Bo from safety to corner. And just thankful that we have guys that can kind of play both both positions. And I think Austin Lee did a great job being a captain for us at safety. You know, I, I wish he would have came down with that pick, um, but we'll work on that on Monday. How would you assess Baylor's Romney's first start and how he played? I thought he was great. I mean, you guys saw the composure that he had in the pocket and making guys miss and having his eyes downfield. That's something that's special. And, and I give a lot of credit to, to Coach Grimes and Aaron Roderick getting him in a situation where he can be comfortable and and uh, and using his strengths, you know. But uh, you also have to give a lot of credit to him for being prepared. And this guy, as he comes to work every day with the same mentality, and uh, he was doing the same when he we knew he was going to start this week. That's the same way that he came to practice every day and came to the facility every day. He watched a lot of film, prepared well. That's the culture that we have right now of our guys really teaching each other and working together and, and getting better. And I thought Zach did an amazing job with him and working with him. And I thought A-Rod did a great job with him. Jaron did a great job, you know. And we were hoping that Jaron would be able to, to clear, but he didn't clear. And and uh, we just knew that Baylor was going to be ready. And Joe Critchlow was going to be ready when if his number had to be called as well. When do you expect Jaron to be cleared? What's that? When do you expect Jaron to be cleared? 
I don't know. I was just, uh, you know, we're, it's kind of a day-to-day thing, so that's that's good news, you know. But we have a bye week, so uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, I think uh, competition is really good for us, and, and we'll see which which one's going to be the best at, at a lot of positions. We're going to get some linemen back, hopefully. You know, we were down um, Tristan Hodge and, and, and um, Kiefer Longson, Keanu Saliapanga, and then also lost Thomas Show for the year. So that, that was really tough for us. But... Um, I thought Blake Freeland and um, Clark Barrington did a great job stepping up, and Jandon Herring's done a good job filling in for Kiefer. Your team wins the turnover ratio. How important are those momentum shifts for you guys? I thought that was good, but we won the turnover uh, margin the last couple of weeks too. You know, the last two, two games before this, and and I think diff- it was just different because it came at the right time, and uh, we were able to build some momentum, but. Um, I, know, I just I, there's a different feeling from this game and the the the, the um, aggressiveness that our defense had. You know, we 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 had two turnovers, but there were really op- a lot of opportunities. We had our hands on the ball quite a bit, and so if if I'm being picky and I'm going to watch the film and be kind of a jerk about it, we should have had three more. You know, so um, we got to get those, and, and a couple were dropped, and that can't happen. And I think they cost us some points, but defensively, the guys did a great job. Uh, keeping a, an explosive offense under wraps and scoring 25 points. That, that was an amazing job by the coaches and great job by the players. Kalani won the stated goal you have in your program. Does this win feel a little bit different, you know, knowing that this is only your second win against one of these rivals? Yeah, and, and you know, we, we play it week to week, but we're going to move on and get to the next rival. We play Utah State, so we're going to have a, a week off. But a uh, week off means that we're just week off on Saturday, but we're going to work hard this week and, and be ready for you for the Aggies when we go up to Logan. Kalani, you've... Uh, now one beat two ranked teams at home for the first time and how much fun is it to have those to, memories to savor with the fans on the field the students on the field that came out on you know kind of a rotten weather night tonight and we're there to enjoy this and you were able to enjoy it with them just happy for the fans I mean we love our fans and, and, and the players will tell you that they play so much harder for the fans you know and, and we get to see them on the road and at home it's a, it's a beautiful sight and uh, I like that they stormed the field that was fun too you know but I think, um, you know, for us, every team's going to be ranked. That's the mindset we have to have. That every team we're going against is going to be a great team and chip on our shoulder and our back is against the wall. We play better and respond better in that, in that, in that, in that situation. So that's what we're going to try to get done. There's Kalani Sataki after the Cougars pick up a third win, and you got to figure they're heavy favorites against Liberty, UMass, and Idaho State. So bowl eligibility looks probable. Can they get a seventh or an eighth win? That depends on Utah State next, and then San Diego State at the end of the season. All right, the Utes with a big win in the Pac-12. The four-way log jam at the top is now down to two after the Utes beat Arizona State and USC beat Arizona. We'll hear from Ute players and Kyle Whittingham next. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. So Utah beats Arizona State, a school they've struggled with, 2-6, and six, now 3-6 and six against Arizona State after this win. The defense was spectacular. The only reason ASU scored is uh, they recovered a, a, tur- a fumble, got a turnover uh, in the red zone, and that was it. They could not move the ball. They couldn't throw it a lick. They ran it a little, padded the stats a little in the fourth quarter. 
but they were never going to win this game. The defense was just unbelievably good. Just so, so good. Uh, they took away everything ASU wanted to do. Bradley and I uh, with three sacks, but he wasn't the only guy who played well. Uh, time to hear from the U players postgame. Uh, Tyler Huntley got hurt, left the game, came back, then left the game again and didn't uh, play in the fourth quarter. He's clearly having problems running through his first pick of the year and hobbled over to the sideline like he might make a tackle, but he wasn't running well at all. Reached for a calf when he got hurt. He had a guy who sacked him roll up on his legs um then we were also told that uh by the sideline report on the tv broadcast he was having his ankle looked at so whether it was an ankle or a calf uh you know he had his issues zach moss gets the school record uh for rushing on the last touchdown run that makes it 21-3 here are the U players after the win can you just talk about the effort you did defensively uh, in general uh, Coach Kelly had a great uh, scheme set up for us, and so we just went out there and executed as a defense, and it was a great night for us. Mikey, how nice was it to get the ball back so Zach could break the record tonight? Uh, pretty exciting. You know, um, I think everyone was was pretty stoked to to come out and uh, to see him break it. And, uh, you know, it was a huge honor for, for us defense, you know, to, to uh, get the ball back to him and, you know, to, to win this in history. Zach, how are you feeling right now after breaking the record? Uh, still same, <laughs> honestly, right now. Um, just grateful, you know. I think that was kind of a memorable way to get the record, to have the guys get the ball back for you. And that, were you thinking before that turnover that uh, maybe you weren't going to get it tonight? Um, I knew defense was going to get us the ball back somehow, some way. So, um, I mean, I wasn't really worried about I was just worried about making sure that we got this win. Um, if I had 40 yards, 30 yards, as long as we won, that was the biggest thing for me. But you'll take this. So. Yeah, this is, this is nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach, it, it did look like you enjoyed that last run, though. I mean, that touchdown run at the end. Yeah, um, we finally got a crease. You know, it was a uh, tough sledding all night, but we finally got a crease, kept going, and that's what we wanted to do. We just wanted to come out and uh, compete for all four quarters. Bradley, you, only, you held them to only 136 yards. You only had 42 in that first half. I mean, what was, what was working so well for you guys? Um, just like I said before, uh, during the week, our preparation, uh, the guys are practicing hard, and so it was a pretty uh, deserving night for the defense. Moss, so having your parents in attendance for this, did that make it extra special for you? Yeah, I mean, I was very emotional at the beginning of this game, you know, just having my mom here. Um, the last time she came out, I was I, I got injured. Um, so it was uh, just special to have her and my dad and the entire family out here for this uh, this one. You got injured, obviously, in this game, came back in. I mean, what, yeah. what was that, that like for you in that moment? Um, I didn't really get injured. Just had to go through the protocol stuff. So, um, I mean, I was fine. So, uh, I mean, took a nice little hit, but uh, I was happy just to get back out there. Bradley, how did ASU try to block you? Was it one-on-one most of the night or was it a different thing? Uh, no, there's a, a lot of uh, chip blocks from the running back, from the tight end. Um, double teams, um, just just scheming wise. Um, us as a defensive line, we're able to apply pressure and uh, whatever it took. Hey, Lecky, Lecky, can you talk about just the, how you held the quarterback? You know, you pressured him all night, and what you guys are trying to do on the line there? Um, you know, watching film from last year, we we knew what type of offense they were, and uh, especially this year with that quarterback, um, just trying to keep him in the pocket. Um, and uh, just us doing our job, trying to apply that pressure uh, to make him, you know, have those 
bad throws, would you say? Nick, the, the defense was doing a good job of trying to stop you guys from getting rushed. Well, what were you guys trying to do to just kind of open that up so Zach could get that 32-yard touchdown? Uh, I say for the most part, just going through our fundamentals. I mean, you can see it clearly on the field that they loaded the box. They brought as many people as they can to stop Zach and get pressure to Tyler. So, I mean, as an offensive line, you know, we just did whatever we can do to head everyone up and try to make everybody miss. Is there any extra motivation to try to get him that record? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we take, uh, you know, every play the same. It's one play at a time. We knew what was at stake, but the, the whole point of the game was to win and do what we got to do, and that's what we did. Lucky for you guys on the defensive side, when when you see the offense, they've got some injuries, they're struggling a little bit. Uh, do you guys feel like you step your game up in those moments? Yeah, um, you know, uh, games like this, um, you know, we we knew the defense had to step up big time, especially from uh, the results last year, um, what they did to us uh, on the defense. Um, so we knew, you know. We had to help out the offense uh, to the best way we can. And, uh, you know, I think tonight we did that. Jack and Bradley, how important was it tonight? You had the, you're the most penalized team in the league. They were the least penalized. But tonight it was kind of opposite. Yeah. How, how big of a priority was it not to get too many penalties tonight? Well, it was something that we went over in practice. You know, we obviously didn't want to shoot ourselves in the foot. Um, and that was, you know, we just got to be aware of that. And, <laughs> turned out well today. The guys were disciplined. Zach, is that obviously a big factor tonight was being disciplined? And uh, yeah, I mean, just trying to, uh, you know, not, like you said, like shoot ourselves in our foot, you know. Um, penalty yards are big, you know, just if they're five, ten yards. And we had some tonight, and we had some turnovers um, that we got to clean up going into next week, definitely. But uh, it was just good to, you know, just uh, keep those things to a minimum. Do you think it was a big factor in the fact that you did turn the ball over four times? That mm -hmm. You needed to be disciplined to win this game. Um, I, I I don't know honestly. Um, you definitely don't want to do that. You know, um, it won't work every week. You know, we got out of here with a great defense to play. You know, without those guys playing the way they did and just being so stout, um, the offense wouldn't be able to do what we did. Um, so we definitely want to put our defense in that type of position each and every week. So um, we got some things to clean up. Couple more for the guys. How much did the weather impact you guys tonight? Oh, it's just water. <laughs> <laughs> You'll score. Nick, did it feel like things were getting a little heated out there at times? It seemed like uh, the emotions were starting to heat up a little bit as the game went on between sets. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we're both hard-nosed play style, and uh, we came out. Uh, and our, our main focus uh, was, you know, who was going to be more physical. And um, the couple times that they hit a couple of our players, you know, that, that really fired us up because we really did take every single block personal and every single run personal. So it was definitely an emotional field game. All right, there are the U players. Now here's the head coach, Kyle Whittingham. Okay, uh, what a great effort by our defense, first of all. Um, well, first of all, congratulations to Zach Moss for becoming the all-time leading rusher. In Utah football history, when you consider the running backs that have come through this program and, uh, you know, the talent level, those guys, many of whom played in the NFL for, for quite some time, that's just an outstanding achievement. And so we're proud of him, and uh, he did a great job tonight. Those yards were tough, uh, hard-fought yards. There, you know, there was no, no easy yards there tonight. And so uh, proud of Zach and for who he is uh, as a person. Uh, 
probably more than anything else. He's just a great person. Uh, he'll have his degree in December. And uh, just can't say enough good things about him. So, so congrats to Zach. Uh, back to the defense. Our defense was lights out tonight. I mean, they had uh, four of 18 throwing the football with an interception, 25 yards. Um, Pat, the defensive backfield was outstanding. Now, you know, pass pass defense starts at the line of scrimmage, and our, our front four applied pressure all night long, and uh, never let the quarterback get comfortable. And so, uh, just can't. Uh, I can't remember a, a better defensive effort, uh, certainly not as of late. I mean, own third down. I think there were two of 13 on third down. Um, they did run the ball a little bit, but that's a good back. I mean, that Benjamin kid's a good back, so they did get some things on us in the rush game. Uh, but, uh, you know, just, just a very great uh, performance by our players. Our players did a great job. Uh, offense did enough to win the game. We weren't as potent as we've been. Uh, we turned the ball over four times, which is hard to win when you turn it over four times, but we found a way. So that's that's uh, another credit to our defense. They they were in bad field position uh, several times and and stiffened up and bowed their necks and got out of the, got out of drives. Um, you know, a couple of the turnovers early in the first quarter were costly. They were in Arizona State territory, one in the red zone, and so you know if we don't do that, we might have a it might have been a much uh, different situation in the game. But but. Uh, they made the plays. Arizona State, so credit them for getting those takeaways. And uh, we had to be better with our ball security. So anyway, very proud of our guys. Uh, we're in a good spot right now. I think that puts us uh, at or near the top of the of the South. Uh, a lot of football left, obviously. You know, we're only seven games in. Still got five, five straight uh, Pac-12 games to go with a bye mixed in there. And so uh, we'll get ready for whoever we play next come, uh, come next week. Cool. Questions? You talked about how lights out the defense was. How great was Bradley and I in your eyes tonight? Awesome. Three sacks. And I told him before the game, I said, you're going to get three sacks tonight. And I'll be darned, he's, he got them. And uh, he's, uh, you know, in my estimation, the best edge pass rusher in the Pac-12. And he showed it tonight. Kyle, it's three games in a row now that the defensive line has really got after the quarterback. Is there something that you've changed schematically in the last few weeks, or is it just those guys getting home more often? Just getting home more often, and, and uh, you know, in a couple of those games there, we, we dropped eight quite a bit. In fact, in Washington State, there was a lot of drop eight, so so uh, we turned them loose with all four-man rush at least tonight. We got some good pressures in tonight as well and hit the quarterback early. You know, we hit him several times early, and... and uh, you know, like I said, he, he never, it didn't appear he ever felt comfortable, and, and the numbers bear that out. Can you say anything about Tyler's health? No, not right now, because we got to wait till tomorrow. You know, you, a, lot of, a lot of times you don't know about these injuries until tomorrow. This is one of them. Some are obvious, and you know right away, but, but this is one that we'll have to wait and, and see uh, how he responds and what, what it looks like tomorrow. Talk about him and, and his willingness to go back out there and fight and battle. Yeah, he's, a, he's a competitive kid. He's a fierce competitor as well, and, and, uh, he was bound and determined to go out and finish. Um, you know, he got he took another hit, uh, the same leg uh, on that third down pass interference call when he just got the ball out of his hand, barely, and so we shut him down at that point for good. But uh, you know, the medical staff cleared him to go in the, the you know after he did the initial injury and and he was begging to go back in, and so we called that timeout. It was on the fourth and seven, I believe, going going in, and uh, he came in and proceeded to to uh, hit the crossing route, the shallow crosser, and then we had the uh, roughing the passer on top of that, so it was a, a big gainer there and ended up leading to a touchdown. How big of a factor was it? You talked about penalties this week. And in fact, does the kind of reverse roles, you, you were the most penalized, but the least tonight in Arizona State had a lot of penalties. 
that helps when you get the quarterback hurt and turn the ball over four times. Well, it does, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, that was uh, nice to see. <coughs> oh, wow. Nice to see us. Uh, Stem the tide on those penalties. We only had 45 yards of penalty yards, which is about right. I mean, that's that's going to be a typical uh, game where you can say, yeah, we can live with that. Uh, and they had a you know quite a bit. Uh, you know, they were well into the hundreds, and so that was something that helped offset those turnovers, like you said, that the turnover margin, which we lost. What was it, uh, four to two? I think it was. How important was it for you guys to get Zach Moss the record tonight with his family in town? Uh, you know, we, we weren't really. Uh, trying to gauge when we wanted to get it, you know, we, it just it just worked out that way. Unfortunate for him and for for his family. It's great that it happened that way, but we didn't try to choreograph that or orchestrate it. It was just uh, how it turned out, and and uh, you know, without the injury, he would have got it, you know, several games ago. But but with the injury, it slowed him down for a period of time there. But but uh, it was great to ha how it played out was just fantastic for his family to be able to be here and and take part in that, be a part of that. Great effort overall on the night. Where do you feel you need to improve the most moving forward? Well, we'll have to look at the tape. Uh, defensively, there's not a lot of things to correct on defense. I'm telling you right now, we tackled well. We pressured the quarterback. We covered. Uh, we did a lot of good things on defense. Uh, we kind of got in a lull there on offense. We started out really well up and down the field and then, and then uh, hit, a, hit a little bit of a wall and didn't, uh, didn't get much going for several drives in a row. And so we'll have to take a look at that and find out why. And of course, our you know, left tackle, Darren Paulo, we have to see what his uh, leg looks like tomorrow. And you know, that's you know, he's a, he's the leader of that offensive line group. So, so we'll find lots of things to work on. But uh, right now, I uh, couldn't tell you exactly until we uh, watch the film. So, as much as you were dominating the game statistically, did you? worries that all these crazy things were going to... Yeah, because that's their M.O. Their M.O. is to, to hang in there and be in the game in the fourth quarter and find a way to win it in the fourth quarter. That's that's how they've been winning this year. And and uh, we almost played right into their hands because we were letting them hang around and and uh, and they were hanging around to their credit. And uh, I could, you know, I, I had a sense, oh, okay, we can't let this happen, you know, because that's, that's exactly how they want it to unfold. And fortunately, we were able to get a couple more touchdowns there at the end and and uh, or another touchdown at the end and and uh, put it away can you talk about the game that jalen johnson had tonight basically following brandon Ayuk around yeah one catch and one catch for seven or eight yards and that's a tribute to jalen and when you got a guy like jalen johnson and you don't hear his name for the whole game that's probably a good thing because he's you know we put him on their best receiver most of the time and uh he essentially took him out of the game completely you guys lead the Pac-12 in rushing, uh, top five in the country in time of possession, one of the best defenses probably in the land as well. Is this as close to a Kyle Whittingham identity that you could kind of well, make for other teams? I love coaching this team, I can tell you that, and I love being around them. And the, 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 the vibe of this team and the culture is just, it's, it's awesome to be a part of. And it starts with the seniors and the leadership. And, uh, you know, to say, you know, our, I guess our identity right now, I, I really like our identity right now and what we're doing and, and how we're going about our business. A lot to be said about Zach Moss's milestone, uh, but you guys ended a milestone as well. ASU had scored 10 or more points in every game for the last decade. It was the longest streak in FBS history. That ended tonight. What do you say about that? So we got that going for us, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. I didn't know that, but that's, that's great. I bet you didn't know that uh, Herm Edwards was 9-0 and since he's got to Arizona State when they have the ball first, first of the game, and when they get the kickoff. I didn't know that. They were. Now they're 9-1. and one. <laughs> We knew that, and we still bucked the trend and, and decided to defer just to, just to challenge that.
There's Kyle Whittingham after the huge victory. All right, what is trending? All the headlines coming up next. Stay with us.